Hello, everybody. It is Adrian Chenault and very soon Tom Chenault here on the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And it's a special day when we get to have an in-studio guest with us. It always makes for a more fun conversation. And today is definitely going to be one of those. Hello, Father. How are you? Never better. Good. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Never better. Better now and never better. Hi, Adrian. My son. Hello, Hello Robert my White, my father. dad. <laughs> nice of you to drop in, Tom. Thank you so much. <laughs> we are blessed to have you. So today is an awesome day. We have an amazing person here with us as our guest in the studio today. And that person is Robert White. Robert is the founder of LifeSpring, which is an incredible transformational organization that has impacted the lives of I don't. I can hardly even imagine to venture a guess at how many people. Do you have any sense of how many people you've touched over your career, Robert? Well, the three companies that I've founded, led LifeSpring, Arc International, and now Extraordinary People, have graduated uh, more than a million three hundred thousand people from these high-impact experiential learning events. I'm going to go with that's that's higher than the high number I would have guessed. So that is a, an incredible living legacy that he has created. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation today to talk about how to apply the many years that Robert has been in the world of transformation to what you do. And so it's going to be an awesome conversation. But before we get into it, I want to get Mr. Tom in here to just share a couple of thoughts on how you and Robert connected and, and why he's been so instrumental in your life. We got really connected heart to heart over the overdose death of a really, really good buddy of his named Sean. And it was many, many years ago. And prior to that happening, Robert White was just this mystical figure. <laughs> I could not figure out the human being in Robert White. I just saw him as on the same level as a Warner Earhart or somebody like that. I mean, I just, he, I was in so awe of him, I couldn't find the human being. And when I saw him go through what he went through over a friend of his, everything changed for me. And I said, this guy is a guy that I want to know for the rest of my life. I want to have him for a mentor, a confidant, and somebody that we can go help people with. And we did that. We, uh, we've done it. He uh, brought a guy named Eric down to Two Dog Diner one time. And that was about five, six years ago, minimum, maybe longer. And Eric and I have stayed in contact to this day because Robert White is such an amazing force of nature that basically his aura is in my life every day. A guy named Sam Walls uh, brought Robert into Longmont, rented a big hotel, bought hundreds of books. And, uh, you know, I just, everywhere I turn, somebody knows Robert, who is at a level so much higher than me, and thinks Robert hangs the moon, and I get monster credibility by the fact that I know Robert so well. And I've, I've ridden his coattails for a long time, Paco. Well, good. I'm glad I'm ready to jump on that train. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, what Tom didn't mention is that we actually did some real work together when uh, things weren't so good for you, Dr. Tom. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you had uh, made a, a recoverable mistake, but a mistake in terms of your your business involvement and it knocked you on your butt. Yeah. I was uh, happy to be uh, available uh, 
So we've kind of traded mentor roles back and forth. Uh, but you're certainly my mentor when it comes to energy and to uh, this, your incredible commitment around addiction. And, and it's just, I admire you so much uh, in that regard. I mean, I know you're really good at recruiting and managing and, and the energy you put into this huge organization you've built. But uh, the part that really touches my heart is your commitment to the people that are struggling with uh, addiction. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's my life. I mean, people ask me all the time why I, I, I'm so crazy about it. It's because it's given me my life and everything that is me is recovery and Alcoholics Anonymous. And every business I've got is founded about, around the principles of, and traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's all about serving. It's all about loving. It's all about playing, dropping, you know, being with people right where they are, not where my agenda sends them. And I learned that from you, buddy. I mean, you, you, that's who you are. And you talk slower. I feel you're far more boring, but what you say is far deeper and better. So that's that simple. Could could be gravitas. I, I drove all the, all the way to Longmont, Colorado, to be told that I'm boring. So I, I said forty. I said forty nice things, and he heard the one behind the bat. That's just well, that's how that works. That's how that works. We all sort for the negative. I actually teach that, or the Welcome. antidotes to that. Welcome to the human condition, right? Exactly. So, Robert, you you have been in this world of personal development for forty plus years. You have been you you have built three different companies over that span, and you and I were having a, a really interesting conversation just before we came in here today. And and one of the things that I took away from that is that you continue to this day to have a thirst for growth, not just for your clients, for yourself, and for continuing to see that there is opportunity to grow in front of you in spite of the fact, or perhaps not in spite of the fact, that from the outside looking in, people might say, you know, this guy has been there and done it and has the t-shirt of everything that there is to do in this world. And so what, at this stage in your life, in your career, continues to motivate you to, to spend that kind of time and energy delving deeper? You know, I do a lot of work, uh, Adrian. That's a great question. Uh, I do a lot of work with executives uh, in my mentoring role around purpose. And when I look at myself, I have evolved through a number of different purposes as I've grown and developed and as life has smacked me around occasionally. Uh, you know, my first purpose is, and my, even going back to being eight or nine years old, was I'll never be poor again. I, you know, I, I grew up in poverty and abuse and a bunch of stuff like that, which makes a good lifetime movie, I suppose, <laughs> but uh, I'm not that interested in dwelling there. But I know that what got me out of it was that statement, I'll never be poor again. And that drove me to the to a place where, when I met, when I met Tom, uh, you know, I was living in a fourteen thousand five hundred square foot home on seventy six acres just outside of Aspen, Colorado. I was skiing eighty days a year. I had my own airplane. I, uh, you know, life was very very good for me. And driven by, I'll never be poor again. And I certainly was not poor. My reaction 
was therefore oppositional. It's like, I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you by becoming successful. And, you know, uh, I mean, we were the largest training company in Asia with uh, offices in, in seven countries, training centers all over the place, and doing about 4,000 students a month uh, just in that company. And uh, life was good for me. And I started waking up <coughs> thinking, uh, God has something in mind for me. And my friend, the late John Denver, said something similar to me. Once he said it about the same way your father just insulted me. He said, you think you're a pretty uh, big deal, and you, and you are, but you're not. There's something more ahead for you. There you go. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so, you know, I get all these great introductions now. Part of it's just being old, <laughs> uh, I think, and people being polite. But I've accomplished a few things. And my reaction to that is uh, it's similar to that Russian that thing they did, not Russian, Roman generals, you know, when they went off and conquered some foreign land and they came back and there was always a big parade in Rome to celebrate their victories with the slaves and the gold that they captured and all of that. And it, it is said that in those parades, they would hire one slave to stand next to the general in the chariot and whisper, this too shall pass. This, you know, don't get too caught up in your accomplishments here, yeah. buddy. But I started waking up with this notion that I that there was something more. And one of the things that was more, it's in the subtitle of my book, is that I was hugely successful financially and in some other ways. I, I genuinely had accomplished a lot. What was missing was joy and fulfillment. Uh, because when you have that purpose statement of, of I'll never be poor again, you know, it's, it's, it's coming from a negative place on a personal level. It's, it's a very low level of any kind of a compelling vision. So that started a new growth process for me. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to say to you that my life now includes a healthy dose of joy and fulfillment. And it's been meaningful for me uh, in many, many ways. But it's caused me to look at the entrepreneurial journey. And, uh, and when you said you wanted to talk about that today, uh, that, that got me on the road to Long Mountain. <laughs> Good, good. So we're, and I, and I do want to go there and, and what, hold it for a second. I'm thinking. Okay. How many shows with Adrian and I, Robert White, have, after we gotten done with the show, you said that was one of the most refreshingly deep shows I've heard in a long time. Thank God for Adrian. <laughs> How many times have you said that to me? Many times, because this kid's brought a deeper depth, deeper depth, a deeper level of conversation to what you resonate with than I normally do. You know, I'm kind of like oh, too happy and too superficial. But the conversation you guys are having right here is something that you live for. And it's nice to have a kid like this that, that talks about that stuff, right? Well, I would never call you superficial, Tom. I, I think you have a depth that many people aspire to, quite frankly. But it's expressed in kind of the wild Tom Chennault way, uh, which you use to fool people. So I understand that. Adrian's more organized. He's actually thoughtful. <laughs> okay, good. That's the word we wanted. <laughs> so I'll acknowledge him for that. I think he makes the, 
he makes the show go. You have the energy. He, he brings a, enough organization so that some, some of your value and your guest value get expressed. And I know your ultimate goal is for the people that tune in and that you want to support. You want to want them to be successful. And so that's really why I'm here. My job is to keep the train on the tracks. Your job is to try to take it off the tracks and the sparks that fly and as a result are what make for a good show. So we have some fun with it. We are going to go to our first break here. We're talking to Robert White, uh, one of the true godfathers of the personal development and personal potential movement, an incredible man. And we're going to be talking about really the, the journey of the entrepreneur on the other side of this break. So make sure you stick around. You're listening to the Legacy Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and Robert White on the Genesis Communication Network, and we will be back right after this. Stick around. All right, quick little break. Hello, Christina. Hello, Doug Stair. Hello, beautiful Irene. It's great to have you listen to the show. And Robert White, I am telling all of you, there's nobody better than this guy. There's nobody better. And I've watched him. You have no idea all the different categories of life I'm in awe of him on that I can't tell you about because I just don't want to because he's just amazing. I've just never seen anybody like him in my life. I love him. You want to follow him. And we're back. It's the Leadership Legacy Radio, Legacy Radio Show <laughs> with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. We got the great Robert White here. If you don't know him, you are making a mistake. If you're not living on his website, you're making a mistake. If you're not reading his email every week, which I read every week, I, I have to be one of your charter constant readers. It's that simple. And this is an amazing, amazing man. And we're going to go a little deep after this segment. This segment, we're going to kind of set it up. So over to you, Adrian Chenault. Yeah. <laughs> I've done so, my job. Well done. Well done. So we were talking about the, the show today and, and where, you know, where did we want to delve deeper? And one of the things that is on my mind personally, and so I'm going to, you guys get to write along as you listen uh, in my own, my own personal inquiry, which is that, you know, you think about the, the plight of an entrepreneur and everything that is going to happen to you along the way. You talked about you know, achieving these great heights from a financial perspective and yet finding that you lacked joy and, and these other pieces of the puzzle. And so much of it is this inner experience and this inner journey that you have to go through in order to get the external things you want and actually be able to enjoy them when you get them. And so what are some of the core components for somebody who's in that entrepreneurial journey, whether they're at the top of the mountain from everybody else's perspective, or whether they feel like they're at the bottom of it. What are some of the pieces that you've got to be thinking about in order to create the life that you want to create, not just the external stuff? You know, I'm reminded, Adrian, of uh, that one of those jokes that's not a joke, which is that uh, in life, uh, it's difficult to remember that your objective was to drain the swamp when you're up to your ass in alligators. Now, that, that's kind of a joke, but it's actually got a much deeper meaning. And my experience recently, particularly in the last couple of years, there are a lot of really talented people that are up to their ass in alligators. And that tends to be where their focus is, instead of remembering that what they're really up to is draining the swamp. My, my perspective on being an entrepreneur 
And you know, in addition to these training companies, I I formed a, a, and and operated a publishing company that did nine books about the national parks. I, I've done a lot of different things, some successful, some not successful. Uh, I bought a media company in New York City. I lost a million three hundred thousand dollars in uh, one year. <laughs> that was, you know, we don't give lectures on that experience, except I did learn a lot about me uh, in doing that. Uh, but I've looked at this idea of how how most of this audience I understand are they are entrepreneurial. They're you know, small, medium-sized business people. And so I've developed personally, based on my experience of building that kind of company, some kind of rules for the road. And the first one for me is passion. It's it's to be so excited about your product or service that you can't sleep, that you are just out of your mind about it. It's the best product. It's, it's an incredible service to people. It, it's a it's a real value, and you're proud of it. You you can't stop talking about it. It wakes you up in the morning. It keeps you up at night. And uh, so, I, I, from my point of view, if you're not feeling that kind of passion about what you're doing as an entrepreneur, then kind of rethink it. You know, one of my trips up I-25 North, and closer to you than it is to my home. Uh, near Denver is the Budweiser Event Center. And one day, uh, years ago, a client called me and said, I've got two tickets for this big show at the Budweiser Event Center. And uh, uh, Colin Powell, the Army General and Secretary of State, incredible leader, is talking on leadership. You want to go? I said, great. I get to talk to the client for the hour and a half or so it took us to drive up there. And uh, and then I get to see Colin Powell. Well, the surprise of the day was this guy, crazy guy with the funny ears uh, named Seth Godin, bald head, funny ears, goofy little mensch. And uh, what I got from him was uh, that basically, if you're not excited, you know, get out and step back and do something different or figure out a way to get excited. What are, you know, what's your resistance? To being excited about something. I mean, excited like out of your mind where people are talking about you. I remember he, he took the word remarkable and he divided it into two words. Yeah. Maybe you've heard this before that remark able, that whatever you're doing has to be remark able. It has to generate remarks after you. And when you're around somebody and you walk away, yeah. Are they talking about you? Are they talking about your product and your service? So from a from the standpoint of entrepreneurial success, I think the uh, the beginning barrier is are you excited out of your mind about something or can you get there? Punch in. <laughs> that, that is right on. And so we're going to pick this conversation up on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Legacy Leadership Show with Adrian and Tom Chanel and our guest, Robert White. It's going to continue to be a great conversation. Stick around. So the reason I smiled when you said that is that Don Morris, who's right down there at the bottom, everything about who Don is, is about learning. He embodies all this stuff from Seth Godin. He's in love with him. Well, tell him what happened the other day. Can I finish my story before we get to make it? (laughs) Don Morris is all about Be Remarkable, and you can tell your great story on the air, which is where we were going with this. Okay, (laughs) good. 
And we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It is Adrian Chenault, and I am getting a word in edgewise about Seth Godin because I've been trying to get the guy on the radio forever, and he tells me a fast no. Seth, would you like to come on my show? No. Will you ever come on my show? No. So about, <laughs> what, two weeks ago? Yeah. About even. two weeks ago, my phone rings. Unknown number. Hello. Tom. What? It's Seth Godin. I go, what? It's Seth Godin? He goes, yeah. I go, I'm so excited. He goes, you're not going to be. I go, why? He goes, because somebody hacked your email. Oh. I go, what? He goes, that's it. See ya. Oh, no. But that was that best. <laughs> it really was that best. Awesome. Awesome oh. guy. He is short-winded at best. <laughs> True story. That is so That's my crazy. whole interaction in my life with Seth, and I love him more okay. than Don Morris. That's about 30 seconds more than, than I can say I've had, so that's good. And then most people. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> Christina's already going, what just happened? That is so. So, okay. So, right on. And... There's a lot of time that that's not going to happen to you most of the time. That had to be out of your mind excited and in this space of I am so completely bought in and aligned and on a mission inside of what I'm doing is something that you most of the time are going to have to generate and regenerate over and over again as an entrepreneur. It's not just going to happen to you. Do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. And but to know that that's the goal, that that's where you want to get to. You want to get to that freedom of being as excited as you were when you were five years old and you got a new Lego set. You know, nothing could stop you from tearing that package open. Nothing could stop you from uh, causing your parents tremendous pain when they <laughs> stepped on those pieces. Uh, nothing would stop you from as the getting father of a six-year-old you know, boy, I viscerally identify. <laughs> Uh, we can get there. And sometimes you need to do some deep work. Sometimes you need to do some work in terms of completing your past, uh, anything that keeps you from being positive. I mean, we don't just end up on the planet negatively based and unwilling to be passionate about something. We get there by being disappointed, by picking up uh, you know, garbage along the way that's resident in us. So sometimes you got to deal with the blame or the shame or their regret, or the guilt, or even past success uh, to get your beliefs out of the way so that you can see the opportunity. It's, it's not an accident that you got started with some business, but to get to that place of wild-ass passion, sometimes you got to do a little bit of work on you, and, and also fake it till you make it. Hey, <laughs> show up and brag a little about it, about your product, and suddenly you'll start noticing that it becomes more real to you just because you said it. You put it out there in the world. You got a reaction. You, you saw people light up based upon your passion. And, you know, the second piece for me is commitment, always. It's commitment. Are you 100% in? And uh, uh, how much time do we have right now? We have a long, this is our long time. So we got until 39 after 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, that's right. They're in print. Uh, you can Look, I have this dear friend, Matt Mullich. I met him in, in an EST training, by the way, Tom, uh, years ago. Uh, I always remember that there were 100 CEOs, and, he, and people gave these, these grand introductions of themselves. And uh, then this little guy stands up and says, my name is Matt Mullich, and I'm a trucker. <laughs> and uh, that caught my attention right there. But as I've gotten, uh, gotten to know Matt, what I learned about him is that he was a lawyer uh, in his early 30s, and his father died suddenly. 
and prematurely, uh, at least by age. And uh, suddenly he owns this trucking company that was doing about $7 million a year at that time. And five years later, they did $85 million. And then you go, wait a minute, that's insane. Nobody can grow like that. But he did. And But one of the things about, uh, and I, I'm talking about commitment here, one of the stories that was often shared in that company was that uh, they did specialty hauling of rock and roll acts, Broadway shows, trade shows, things like that. You know, if you're late delivering the latest iPhone, so what? I mean, you might get some some noise about it, but if you're a trucking company, that stuff happens. So you could be a day late, three days late, a week late. But if you're if you're the carrying the instruments for the rock and roll show and the lasers, and you're late, it's a big problem. Same thing for trade shows, Broadway shows, and so on. So that was their deal. They had 85% of that market. Nobody's ever heard of such a thing. And uh, so, of course, I'm curious, and I ask why. And they shared this story about a guy that whose 18-wheeler broke down somewhere out in the desert in the Southwest. And the latest, the, the closest repair facility did not have the parts. They couldn't get the parts for a week. So what's a guy going to do? you got to be on time, right? He went to the truck stop and stole a tractor. Yeah. You know, these guys don't turn those things off <laughs> at, a, at a truck stop. I don't know if you know that. I, I didn't know that. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just let him idle. And uh, he, so he just, he stole the truck. The guy was in, you know, having lunch or getting a shower or something. He stole the truck, disconnected it from the trailer, took it over, booked it up to his trailer, made his delivery on time and drove immediately to the local police station and turned himself in. Now, the, he was on time. He did whatever was necessary to keep his promises, his company's promises. Uh, now, by the way, when it went to court, the judge could hardly, after he heard the story, could hardly stop laughing about it. Now, they had to pay a fine. They had to, uh, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. But no jail time dismissed that day because the judge got it. That's what commitment does. People melt in the face of your commitment. That's what I've learned. And, you know, people talk about loving something, liking something, loving something, being passionate about something. They're all overrated. Unless you're obsessed, you're dead. Obsession is the only word for success. You've got to be so monomaniacal about failure isn't an option that it isn't an option. And the cool thing about this conversation, it's hard to hotwire one of those trucks. Steal an airplane. Find a pilot. Steal an airplane. The locks on airplanes are the, you can't believe how easy it is to steal an airplane. And nobody ever takes their keys out of their airplanes. So instead of that, because it's slow anyway, steal an airplane and get where you need to go. That's just a tip from Tom. If you're going to go to jail, steal an airplane. You're listening to Grand Larceny with Adrian Chanel, Tom Chanel, and Robert White. <laughs> wow, that's that's two two tips I did not know that this is uh, starting to sound like a catch me if you can. There you go. Episode. <laughs> you know, as I was preparing to be here and thinking about it on the on the drive up here, uh, the the third aspect of this entrepreneurial journey for me is you've got to have a game, and I, I really want you to think about games you know games have an objective right you win or you lose games have a team games have rules 
Games have strategies. You got to have a game, no matter what your entrepreneurial journey. For many of you, you're part of a some kind of a system, like I was many years ago uh, in uh, the network marketing field, and they've set up the game for you. But you better learn the rules, the strategy, uh, the experts, the people that can teach you to play the game uh, more effectively. Uh, and uh, you know, one of the things that I learned from Tom Chenault is that you've got to have a great product, you've got to have a great plan, and then you've got to have personal development. You've got to get you out of the way so that you can be successful. I mean, that's how I ended up in the training business. Uh, I was uh, struggling in my network marketing business. I went to one of the early human potential movement trainings. Uh, they didn't say one word about sales. They didn't say one word about money. They didn't say one word about business. But in the year following that little four-day program, my income tripled. I went from struggle to abundance. And the year after that, it went up 10 times. And uh, all because I got me out of the way. I figured out how to get in the game. And I've always been grateful to Tom for saying that very simple thing. Product, a great plan, a compensation plan, and a personal development. Uh, of course, of course, I want to hear that. That's the truth, you know. And you know, I hate to break it to you. In your company, there's already there's two million people with exactly the same product, you and the same opportunity. These people buy you, not it. And the faster you can get there from here, where they are believing the BLTs with you, which means they absolutely know they belong in your tribe. They know you love them. They know they can trust you and they know that you're safe. If those th four things are present, they're going to do anything with you. But most of us are too busy throwing up on people to build the BLTs and don't do that. That's what they buy. They are buying you, not it. And that's that. Wow, that was quick, Adrian. He can type. That was a one-hand type job by Adrian. <laughs> Robert White has wanted me to die for now about 22 years. I can remember the day, July 1st, 1999, Robert White started wishing I were dead. And ever since ever since that day, he's wished I was dead. It's that simple. Because he knows if I die, Denise is going to marry him. And that's that simple. And she's here right now. And that is the cutest thing. He he doesn't come down here because he loves me. He looked around. He looked left. He looked right. Denise is in here. Exactly right. Am I lying or am I dying? <laughs> well, I... I... I get my lust out of the way a little bit <laughs> and my desire for you to leave the planet. Okay. That's good news. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh my goodness. That's funny. So <laughs> you, your personal development journey though, it really was the, a, a huge, that, that was the unlock for you, right? You look back to your earliest days in the network marketing profession and being up against all the stories and all the looking good and all this stuff. And in the next 90 seconds, talk about how that shifted for you. I walked into Alcoholics Anonymous, man. I'm going, I'm going there every day with all these misfits. They are street drunks. I love them more than air in my lungs. It's my tribe. I go out in the network marketing world and they tell me to throw up on everybody. So I finally figured out that if I just treat my life like an AA meeting and love people, it's going to work. Then I ran into this crazy Robert White and I ran into the Landmark Forum 
And all of a sudden, I realized that the entire world lives in communication, vulnerability, and authenticity. And so I reinvented myself from a network marketer to a personal development guy that happened to have a compensation plan tied to the end of it, and the rest is history. And now every area of my life is 100% dedicated to the work of this man right here, no matter what, go buy his book. <laughs> And you can do that at therobertwhite.com or .net? .com. .com, therobertwhite.com. So do go and check out his work. You definitely want to do that. We're going to take one last break here, and we've got one more awesome segment to go. I've got a big question I want to ask you. So stick around. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. We've got Robert White, the incredible, incredible personal development guru. And you do not want to miss this. So stick around. You're on the Genesis Communication Network. And we will be back right after this. <laughs> he headed into the heartbreak. <laughs> he had to stretch out the words. I didn't have any dead air, though. I really carried that this out. I think that was beautiful. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> so Katie and Christina, Doug Stair, and Don Morris. I'm sending you all a Robert White book. That's awesome. So make sure you text me and I'll send it over to you. I have them in the office, so I'll send them to you for free. I won't even charge you shipping. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault, and it is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And we got Robert White with us for the final segment. Of course, this flew by. I am very, very sad, but I'm very, very happy we actually got him down here. That was an act of God. It's, it's good to have you here, Robert. Thing. It's a beautiful thing. So, so we're going somewhere. So I talked about Sean, and then I talked about Eric. And Robert just went through one of the toughest moments of his life because he lost a son. And we've got a job to do on this planet, and that is help people not, not get themselves behind the eight ball with alcohol, drugs, depression, mental illness, anything, because it's killing people at a very, very rapid pace. Robert, I, I hijacked you, but I had to talk about that a little bit because people are dying and it's a secret and we can't keep it a secret any longer. What do we need to do to get people to understand that we have to love like crazy and then love more? Uh, well, I'm, if, I'm, I'm still not in a place where I talk about this easily. This is now nine months ago for me. Um, I recognize, I had a belief that, that I'm going to die before any of my children. So to lose one of them, um, it's been hard on me and hard on the rest, the rest of our family. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm aware that there are people that used to work for me that are now doing healing work uh, around the, uh, addictions. And they tell me that the most common thing that they find out is that there's some childhood damage that was done to, to the person that gets deep into drugs. Uh, my son was not deep into drugs, but he, he would partake at a party, which is what he did. He went to a party in San Francisco. Cocaine was available. He used it. It was laced with fentanyl. And this is an uh, incredible scourge. The medical examiner in San Francisco told me that they were losing eight per day to exactly that in a city of, of what, 
six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah. They're losing eight citizens a day, day after day after day, uh, because uh, fentanyl is cheap and easily available. Uh, you know, we've got a southern border that's beyond porous, and uh, it's poor again. And uh, and they're cutting it into heroin. They're cutting it into cocaine. They're cutting it into various uh, drugs, and uh, it's uh, very hard to control. It's a killer. Uh, my son didn't wake up the next morning. Uh, I miss him terribly. Uh, I, you know, and I'm, I'm going through all the stages of grief, including blaming myself somehow for it. Uh, and I'm just saying that, that uh, there's an education effort. I, I heard on the on a podcast this morning that the, uh, the number of teenagers trying pot is up 250%. Yep. from uh, just three years ago, uh, two and a half times more kids are using pot. And, you know, it seems I'm not a user, I, but I, I don't have a lot of energy on, on marijuana, except it's clearly a gateway drug for some. Yep. And Tom, you must know a lot more about that than me. But if we don't slow this down, if we don't start educating people about really taking responsibility for their own lives and in the case of of these teenagers to have that difficult conversation with them one of my clients just had just found out that her 15 year old daughter had tried uh, pot for the first time and uh, they ended up making a deal she she monetized it she said uh, will you agree to a monthly uh, a test drug, drug test and in, you come out clean you get this much cash yeah, <laughs> and uh, but she she contextualized it not just as that game. I mean that was the outcome of the game that they both agreed on, uh, but she contextualized it that I really care about you. I really care about your future. I if you make a decision as an adult to do some of this stuff, uh, I don't recommend it, but I I would understand. And you're an adult. But you're living in my house, and this is this doesn't work for me, you know. And uh, so, I don't know the answer. Is I guess the answer to your question. Well, if it can happen to Robert White, and it can happen to me. It can happen to my parents. It can happen. I mean, it can happen to you. And I just believe Shia LaBeouf. Congratulations! Today's his two-year sobriety birthday. The reason I know that is it's public information, because we're taking the lot with the stigma of the of the anonymous part of this thing. And I'm not talking about the medias or what's up, but sobriety and taking it seriously, we're talking about it. Because if we're talking about it, we're talking to our kids about it, and our kids are talking to us, and maybe we can slow this thing down because we don't need any more more people to die. Would you agree? Well, for sure true for me. And, and I, on, a, I guess, a positive note, uh, I'll use this opportunity and every opportunity I can to say thank you to the people that have reached out to me, that have told me about how they got through some tough times. It's been incredibly valuable. Uh, frankly, uh, counseling my former wife and Rob's mother has been incredibly valuable for me. Uh, she says it was valuable for her, but I think I, think I got more out of it. Uh, but And then just uh, a week ago, I found out that a friend down in Louisiana bought a, uh, a Christmas ornament uh, memorializing my son, you know, it's a fundraiser for the hospital. 
but he remembered me. He remembered what I'm going through and did that small gesture that uh, was was so very wonderful for me. Well, we love you, Robert. <clears throat> Rob Sperry next week, and that'll be a great show. He just wrote a new book. There's only one company mentioned in the book, and that happens to be the one in the top right-hand corner of the screen. When you buy the book, call Rob Sperry and tell him you liked page 109 best. We're going to see you all next week on the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault. <laughs> Intentional. <laughs> I ran out of time. No, that was... <laughs> How about that? that You're unbelievable, special. Robert. You guys stick around a second. This guy's too good for, I mean, you and I go back so far. <laughs> and, you know, it's not a war. It's a mission, you guys, to help change lives. And we need, you know, contact mapping and Adrian and I, and basically the network marketing space need more of this guy. And what happens is we're all getting so doggone old, we forget about each other, but we got to bring him back into the light and the limelight because he's more relevant right now than he's ever been. And when you go to, is it the Robert Wright? The Robert White. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. When you go to that website, you're going to see what I mean. When you read his book, I hope that you'll read the book and then give it away. Mark it up, give it away. Or mark it up and then buy another one. Those of you that I bought one for during the break. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. This is my friend. He's my friend first. Everything else is mock turtle. And I love you, buddy, with all my heart. And uh, sign up for my weekly easing. It's free. You'll get a 28-page PDF on what I've learned about success. Uh, and that's all on the website. That's awesome. Robert, thank you so much, man. Great to be here. Love everybody. See you all later. Thank you.